Hello and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And guys, we have seen the first episode, the season premiere of The Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, yeah. How you feeling? Episode 9. Isn't that weird to think of it like that? I I saw somebody refer to it as episode 9, and I was like, hmm. It is episode nine, but it's the first episode of season two, and that's how I'll yeah. refer to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into the, we're already going to start arguing over the, the word. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it doesn't it really matter. But... Or is it the second trilogy? What are we doing? Well, according to Sky Talkers, Caitlin specifically, we're talking yep. second trilogy. That's true, which is correct mm-hmm. in the same sense that chapter nine is also correct. But so is season two, episode one. Mm-hmm. Is it episode nine or is it chapter nine? I think it's chapter nine, right? Okay. They're all chapters. Yeah. Anyway, we've seen it. <laughs> uh, how how do you feel? Are you are you? I loved it. Hopped up on it. Yeah, I I loved it. It was um, I mean, we've talked about Knights of the Old Republic in the past on the show, and which is hilarious because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> this was straight up. Knights of the Old Republic made live action. I saw like, you make that comment in our Discord yeah. group, but I didn't know why yeah. you said that because I honestly don't know anything about the Knights of the so, Old Republic. The super condensed version, Knights of the Old Republic, the first game, actually, and the second game, you get to go to these planets and then there's jobs and missions you have to do on the planets, right? There's a section where you go to Tatooine and then you come across this Tusken Raider village and one of the missions, you make peace between the villagers and the Tusken Raiders. And another mission, you have to go to a crate dragon's den. What? And then set explosives outside the front, let it come out, blow it up, and then you get the pearl. And that what? goes to the So literally the, the same story. Straight up KOTOR. Does that yes. bother you, though? No, I thought it was awesome. Oh, okay. It's It's... Yeah, I mean, I loved it in Nice Old Republic. I loved it again. You know, it was cool. I, the, I wish we would have seen more of the crate dragon. That's my only thing. Mm. It's my only thing. Um, but I also understand why we didn't. Like, it's you know, it's cool. Money. But I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It's my favorite video game of all time. Like, just show me Kotor, and I'll be like, this is the greatest ever. You know, that's funny. Neat. That when yeah. you said that, I I assumed it was very similar, but nah, it sounds exactly oh, no. the same. Straight. Up, Kotor made live action. Wow. I meant that to a T. <laughs> like wow. even finding the pearl in the in the yeah. in the great dragon. That's funny. Like, oh yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked it too. I have been a little more. I don't know if skeptical is the right word, but I've been a little more chill. I've been in the backseat of the chill hype van. Let's just say that sure. for season two, sure. because obviously so many things have been rumored and leaked and. For me, that takes away a lot of the fun. Agreed. So, yeah, going in, into this episode, I was I was really excited to watch it. Like, the day of, when I woke up, I was like, Sean, get up. We got to go watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. Get out of bed. <laughs> Let's do Star Wars. Get up. Um, yeah. And so I was excited the day of. But leading up to that, I wasn't as hyped as I feel like a lot of other people were online. Um, but as soon as we started right. watching, I was like, hmm, I I'm digging this. Like, I, I like it. And then <laughs> by the time it was over, I was like, oh, I love that. And he liked it too. And in season one, we both had kind of differing opinions on some of the episodes, but we mm-hmm. both enjoyed it. And I don't think there was anything in the episode that I disliked. So 
That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think was into I, it. I think I would just want more of the baby. <laughs> but it's also good yeah. that they're not just overdoing it with him just for right. the popularity aspect. Sure. I mean, you know, he didn't do anything in this episode. Yeah. So it'd be weird if we're like, let's just... He was just there for cute reactions. Yeah. It was like, if they spent a lot of time on him, it'd be like, okay, like, yeah, he's, he's cute. I, just give me a loop of this for hours and hours. But he's not doing anything. Yeah. As far as like moving the story along. Yeah. Um, he's just I thought it was a perfect amount. He's just there for the ride. Yeah. Little Yoda baby. Literally in his little pouch on the side of the speeder bike, which is the cutest thing ever. He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. Adorbs. Uh, Um, Do you want to go through and talk about the episode like chronologically? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Walking through a dark street in a rough neighborhood. Some crazy graffiti. Let's get into this. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned mentioned in our Discord group that I really liked the graffiti. I don't know why. It just was like, oh, Star Wars graffiti. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And yep. it made me kind of think of Sabine. And then immediately Brian was like, eh, didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Are, wait, yeah. real quick. Are we officially calling this show I Have Spoken again? We did that for the first season. But oh, our, yeah, our we did, didn't friend we? is gone. I think we should still continue it because okay. in his legacy, in his honor, we should continue the name. I agree. I have spoken. I have spoken. Episode yep. nine. Episode nine. Chapter nine. R.I.P. R.I.P. Quill. Oh, little yep. muffin. I know. Speaking of Quill, speaking real, of real quick little tangent. Please. Uh, last Monday was the first big Mando Mondays reveal with lots of new products, and mm-hmm. Hasbro came out with some amazing stuff, and they mm-hmm. came out with a line of quote, retro figures, which look like the old Kenner quote. action figures. Mm-hmm. Retro is the word they used. Yeah, Because um, I think that's different from the vintage series, so I didn't want to get them mixed up. But anyways, they came out Fair. with a Quill figure. They and did. I bought two because <laughs> I needed them. <laughs> One for me and another also for me. Yes. Yeah, I told Sean, I was like, we have to get this, right? And he's like, yeah. And I said, did I, do I get two? And he goes, yeah, I get two. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he was so cute. That's the only thing I bought on Mando Mondays was just that figure. I was like, I need him. He's precious. There you go. There yeah. you go. I was excited mm. that they made him. Me too. Me too. He deserved it. Did you buy anything? No, I didn't know what was happening. Mm. <laughs> I just saw, uh, you know, because I'm not. I don't pay attention to a lot of things. I'm very busy. Yeah. And uh, I I remember getting on Twitter for a little bit, and all I saw was the madness around the makeup palette. Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I please talk about that? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Please talk about it. Okay. For my ladies out there or for anyone who wears makeup, ColourPop. Yeah, yeah. If you are aware of ColourPop, they're really great, small, very affordable brand that does different uh, licensed pieces. And... I don't wear a ton of makeup. I don't really buy a ton of makeup. Brian, you are just, you have such a natural <laughs> look. You don't even need it. That's um, true. That's true. But they came out with an eyeshadow palette. I think it has nine different colors. And they're like shimmery shades, a couple green shades, and a couple neutral like pinky red shades. And it has the child on the front. And it's all Mandalorian themed. And I was like, I don't even know 
if I will wear this, but I need it. And <laughs> I also bought two of those. Don't know why. I mean, Smart. I did I did buy two because I didn't know if they were going to sell out fast. And a lot of my friends were trying to buy it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if somebody's not able to get to it before it sells out, I'll give them my extra one. But they had a ton of stock. So everybody I know that wanted one got one. So I might save my extra one for a giveaway or I might just give it like as a Christmas gift to a friend. But anyways, it was fantastic. That came out on Thursday though. So that was not technically a Mando Monday release, but Mm. it was definitely involved with the hype. But I've been, I've been in the trenches of Mando Mondays because uh, one of my clients is a Star Wars licensee holder. And so we've been working on Mando Monday pro- uh, like products and launches sure. for the last, a long time, let's just say. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I can say exactly how long, but a very long sure. time. Um, so I've been really excited for this. And uh, I think I'm going to release this episode as we're recording today, which is Sunday, November Ooh. 1st. And on Monday, which is tomorrow, I will have something exciting to share that my Ooh. client is doing yes look at so, this service i am you, very guys, excited we're talking to you the same day you may be listening to this yeah yeah wow i know look at this look at us hey <laughs> look at us anyways <laughs> Mando mondays was so cute and they did like a live stream with andy gutierrez anthony carboni different stars and creators of the show and they did such a good job. Like I've been so impressed with the production value of everybody that has shifted to virtual events over the last, mm-hmm. you know, y- you know, year. It feels like at this point. Yeah. Um. And I know, like Force Fridays and stuff, they've always done virtual events, but it's different when you're filming from home. Uh, True. Anyways, it was great. It was fantastic. And Brian, every Monday at one p.m. Pacific, which is 4 p.m. Eastern. Every yes. Monday, there will be new products released for Mando Mondays. Oh, really? Yes. They'll huh. be from different retailers. So I don't know if Hasbro is okay. doing new drops every week. I'm going to say probably not because they released so much stuff uh, last week. But mm-hmm. a lot of smaller companies are going to be doing more print-on-demand stuff. So there might be some things that you saw in the premiere that we're going to see on products starting tomorrow, which is super exciting. Interesting. So it's, it's And is that for like amazing. all of November or how, yeah, many, how many Mondays? I think it's all of the Mondays until the show is over, until this season oh, is wow. over. Okay. So every Monday Do, for a little while now. Season? What? Do we know how many episodes there are this season? I think I think we do, but I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh, all right. I don't. I, I'm sure that information well, cool. is out there. But yeah, so that'll be yeah, going probably. on for at least the next month, and a lot of really great companies are working super hard to make some fun things. So I'm excited. Sweet. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm Mondays into that. at 1 p.m. Pacific. That's when they're allowed Sweet. to release their products. All right. Mark yeah. your mark your calendars, everyone. Mark the cal. Back to you the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like got knowing, on a tangent. Knowing our people, they probably know all of this stuff that we just talked about. Oh, they definitely and- do. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do. This I'm is- just so excited because I was involved in uh, Triple Force Friday last year, and yep. not to be like 
rude, but it was a downer, and Oof, I don't rude. think Disney was very well prepared to well. make that event the best it could be. But from what I've been seeing and working on for Mando Mondays, it's like a huge group effort, and they are really doing a great job. So props to them. Props to them. Props to them. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to our graffiti <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Why don't you what like a, it? It's too real world for me. Mm. I kind we've of felt like that too. It was definitely a very yeah. real world thing. We we've talked in the past where like there are there's been times, few, very few in my opinion, where the Star Wars stuff has gotten like okay, this was a little too familiar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh this was one of those times. Yeah. I, I thought Mando I thought I was going to like it. And, uh, not often, yeah. but I feel like a lot of things in Mando feel more familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I don't I don't mind it usually. And this mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't dislike it. I was just like, "Oh. All right." Like it, it almost felt like they went somewhere in in Los Angeles yeah. and just yeah. shot it. <laughs> yeah. It felt like Mando was on Earth walking by buildings, and I was like, "What yeah. is this? I don't, I don't, li- I don't like this very much." Yeah, you know, it looked great, and, and it was cool. Like, you know, it was a cool design thing. It just, it didn't. That one tiny little thing didn't hit for me. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. That's a very insignificant thing out of the entire episode. That's true. That's true. But your your reasoning makes total sense. I'm not mad now. Ah, <laughs> uh, whew! All right. <laughs> We could we could keep talking. All right, cool, yes. cool, cool. We can continue, the <laughs> and show. that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, then he goes to this little secret wrestling match between two yeah. Gamorreans. fighting rings. Yeah. So cool, which is super cool. I Love I really this. like how this episode had a lot of moments from the trailer. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. there's still several moments in the trailer that we haven't seen yet, but makes yep. me feel like there's a lot of stuff ahead that's going to surprise us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is good. That, I mean, that's something I feel like Star Wars does very well, mm-hmm. is giving you just enough or giving you something different, where you're watching something, you're like, wait a second, that's that's not how that goes. Like, they'll straight up reverse a shot, you know, just to mess with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. Because I, I don't, don't tell me what's going to happen. Just give me an idea, and then I'll show up, and I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're clearly oh, okay. not those people that sit and dissect every frame of a trailer. We're just like, great, can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, which we've we've done before mm-hmm. for sure. It's hard though. It's but just I just feel like that's not really my thing. I've tried to yeah. make it my thing, and I'm just I've realized now that it's not. <laughs> it's not my I thing. Fi- I find that it's my thing sometimes. It's mm-hmm. like a I don't know. I, I'm a complicated person. Well, <laughs> even when, I don't understand. When we me. get our first Kenobi trailer, <laughs> that's when we might have to Ex- break it down. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I I feel that way about the movies, where mm. I'm like, okay, what's going on right now? Like if we got a trailer for you know literally any movie ever right now, I'd be like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> but with Mando, it's like because I know it's a series, I'd rather not know anything and then go into it and like, oh, you know, they'll explain it along. It's about the ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not something you get right away. You get pieces of it every week. So, like, I don't I don't want to know. Yeah, I feel like the stakes you know? are different, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, How did you feel about yeah. all the different aliens and creatures in the, in the uh, Ooh, wrestling loved area? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. 
Um, I it's interesting. I I don't think I'll ever get used to the sight of a skinny-ish Gamorian. I know Sean kept commenting on that, and I was it's like, weird. "Get over it!" Like it didn't it's bother weird. me at all. <laughs> Sean, yeah, it's weird. It would it wouldn't be as weird if the pants weren't as poofy. Yeah, because I know. like I you, didn't see, even you see, you see a traditional. You see a traditional Gamorrean, they're, you know, round, Mm -hmm. and then they got their big old poof pants, Mm -hmm. and then when they're skinny, they still have poof pants? I thought the poof pants were poof pants, yeah, because they're fat, but apparently not. Mm -mm. They looked amazing, though. They looked amazing. Yeah, they did. Loved it. Loved the aliens. Almost, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think almost everyone in that scene was a stunt performer. Hmm. Why do you say that? I recognized a lot of faces. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like a lot of faces in the scene. Like all of the people who pulled guns out on Mando, all of them stunt performers. Mm. Um, I noticed people in the crowd, stunt performers. Uh, the Zabrek, obviously. That was Sala Baker, which was pretty cool. Who's that? Um, and fun little fact for you. Uh, the Zabrek at the end that Mando chucked a knife into his chest and he fell over, played by Sala Baker. Sala Baker was also Sauron in Lord <gasps> of the Rings. The stunt performer. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. The one like with the hammer. Like, Interesting. Ugh. Yep. That's Solid Baker. He's been Whoa. in a ton of stuff. He was also um, in Deadpool 2. He was the adult version of the the kid. I forget his name. I've never seen that, Deadpool like, 2. Blew up stuff. I've never seen it's, Deadpool. It's pretty good. Deadpool 1's amazing. Deadpool 2's pretty good. But mm. yeah, that was Solid Baker. I'm, I'm fairly certain I saw Lauren Mary Kim in the crowd. Oh, really? Fairly, fairly certain. I got to watch it again just mm. to be sure. That's but cool. Because they're usually yep. type the people that don't get to have their faces shown. They don't get that exactly. type of spotlight. Or um, Shahab Radbari. He's another stunt performer who's been in a ton of stuff. He is the person to the right, uh, screen right of Mandalorian who pulls a gun on him. Mm. He's in a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, yep. I was like, if I can pick out like five stunt performers in these shots, I was like, I think this whole scene is just stunt people, which That's is cool. really cool. Yep. Nice. How did you I feel about so. the Cyclops guy? Do we know what his species is? I don't think so. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. You know, just scummy kind of like, oh, you're in my house now. And Mando's like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. And then he runs away. Thought that was really cool. Yeah. I like how Mando oh. tied him up at the end. I know some people were not into that, but. I loved it. I like heartless characters, so. And like, that's that's Mando, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. he's, he's a Mandalorian. You know yeah. what they're good at? Killing people. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Yeah, and also, that guy had connections. You know, don't and like, cross him. Don't cross him. Yeah, I, I, I love that. That was was that John Leguizamo? Who, right? who what he? The voice. That was John Leguizamo, right? I, I don't even know who that is. You don't know who John Leguizamo is? Mm-mm. He's Sid from Ice Age. Oh, cute. Yeah, I think that was him. Because oh. in the credits, that was the first name that popped up. Interesting. I think that was him. Remember Which makes I, sense. Remember I thought that voice was John Favreau's? Remember, I thought it was Chris Evans. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up again, but yeah, I do remember We're that. We're both dumb. Look at us. We're dumb. And yeah, uh, no, I'm, I think that was John Leguizamo, hmm. um, which makes sense because John Favreau made Chef, and Chef had John Leguizamo in it Gosh, and their buddies. these connections, my brain can't handle it. Uh-huh. I'm wondering how long it's going to take before Robert Downey Jr. does a voice in the show. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Hmm. Him and Favreau are like best buds. Just do a little voice. But no, I, I like the Cyclops guy a lot. thought it was really cool. I loved 
the creatures coming out of the dark. Mm, that was too. freaking cool. Me too. That was like, have you ever seen Attack the Block? No. You should because it's amazing. Um, it was John Boyega's first movie. I know. Um, so, so, so good. But in that one, the aliens, it's one of my favorite creature designs in any movie ever. Um, they're like pitch black. Like if you're looking at them, you actually can't see them. But then when uh, they get closer, you start to see these like blue shapes that mm-hmm. at first you think they're eyes. And then as the movie goes on, you see a bunch more open up and you realize it's their teeth. Oh, and it's really, really cool. And mm. it kind of reminded me of this where like you couldn't really see the creatures, just the yeah. outlines and then just the red eyes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Creepy. I like that a lot. That is cool. I loved seeing Amy Sedaris again. I know there are a yep. lot of people that don't love her in the show, but I loved her entire scene when she was like, how much do you want for him? Just kidding. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that yeah, was she's, so cute. She's fun. She's fun. I, I find that's another um, situation where I think the line is, is it's getting close, but it's not there yet mm-hmm. for me as far as like too much. Yeah. Because the, the dialogue for that sometimes can seem very you know all like i don't know the right words maybe too casual yeah but but not really because there's casual scenes in star wars i just feel i don't know what it is but it is I, very I, casual I love and it's Sedaris. new i don't i don't i can't think of any other you know what i mean like i don't have the words to describe what i'm feeling but it's yeah. like it's I not too much i can't think of any other conversations is. in star wars that feel the same way it yeah. feels when she's talking to mando but i do mm-hmm. like it i think she has a fun and uplifting personality which is nice because the show has a lot of dark kind of moments and yeah serious tones i liked her i thought she was cool i think she's great i think she's a fantastic character yeah um yeah like i said it doesn't reach the line for me where it's too much but mm-hmm. it, it skirts it skirts it a little it's getting bit close it's just yeah it's just hanging out over there yeah but i still like it like you know i like the whole like oh you know he doesn't like droids well oh he likes droids now all right yeah you know she just, she just, I think Amy Sedaris is amazing. Just as yeah. a person. I'm, I'm such a fan. She's so cool. Yeah, I like her in a lot of different movies too. Yeah. And we learn about Moss Pelgo, which is not on yeah. the Tatooine map. I also like how she said, ta- she calls it Tatooine. Tatooine, yep. I really like that. I'm, I'm going to start saying it like that instead of Tatooine. Where have we heard that before? Tatooine. I've heard that before, except Tatooine maybe? Tatooine. It was Luke. Didn't Luke say that? I don't know. I feel like Luke has said like Tatooine or Tatooine or something like that. I think he says it like that. She makes it sound cooler. (laughs) 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 Anyways, we learn about Mos Pelgo. And the Mando goes out there. He gets on his little speeder bike again, puts the baby in a little pouch on the side. Sean and I Mm want to know why the baby doesn't have a pair of goggles. He don't need them. He's tough. But he doesn't have eyelashes to catch the sand. No, he's just got eyeballs of steel Mm-mm. i don't like that i don't think that's really parenting. <laughs> i mean he's not gonna get you know parent of the year he's gonna have like permanent the... <laughs> eye damage from the sand cutting his little we don't know that we don't know that he just eyes. has tougher eyes than we do that's why i which you know we'll get to but i love the part when he's like we're gonna do this in front of the kid and it's like he's seen worse i, I know like, oh I know. snap i know hardcore but we gotta you know we gotta mention the reason he's doing this is because mando is tasked to bring the baby back to its people Mm -hmm. and he needs help from other mandalorians to lead him along his way Mm -hmm. he hears that there's somebody yes he goes to tatooine he fears that he he hears 
<laughs> he fears he and fears. hears. <laughs> he hears that there is a Mandalorian in Mos Pelgo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go check him out. Mm-hmm. So he does. Um. Okay, so he goes to Mos Pelgo. He does. He wanders into their small, adorable little cantina where the bartender is a weak way. Yep. Who I also loved. He was fantastic. He was awesome. I just have to say, so when when the other Mandalorian wearing mm-hmm. Boba Fett's armor shows up, mm-hmm. instead of calling the bartender by name, he just goes, Weak way, get us to whatever's of Spotchka. And I was mm-hmm. like, you live here. Do you not know this man's name? That's a little rude. <laughs> You're like, that's kind of racist, It's a dude. little rude. <laughs> I still want to know the, the Weakway's name. I don't know if they ever shared it. What if his name is Weakway? I don't think it is. <laughs> is your dog's name Dog? No. It, w- it was his at name first. His name uh, anyway, so so yeah, Mando goes into this bar. He's like, hey, Weequay guy, you know, hey, Mr. Mm-hmm. Bartender, do you know of any other Mandalorians around here? And he goes, well, describe him. Well, he looks like me. And then in walks Boba Fett's armor on somebody else's body. And I was like, whoa, this guy's really skinny and he looks really <laughs> weird. That was my first thought. Sean and I were yeah. both like, whoa, he's like, extra skinny and this is extra weird and he looks extra <laughs> awkward in that armor uh what yeah, did you well. think when he first walked in um i was like well that's not boba fett yeah <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was it's not boba fett but the second i heard the voice i knew it was timothy oliphant and i was like oh yes i, I didn't know that love, until he took off the helmet i love timothy oliphant i think he's a phenomenal actor yeah. And like nobody does westerns better than he does. It's Sheriff Bullock from Deadwood. See, I've only seen him in comedic roles. I haven't seen him in any serious really? movies. Yeah, so oh, I man. Obviously he was already his not his character but his the fact that he was cast in the show was sure. leaked as well. So I figured he would be in the show. And I was like, mm, I don't know about this. We'll have to see. <laughs> and I wasn't like totally against it, but obviously I haven't really seen enough of his work to make a, a decision. But sure. as soon as he started talking and stuff, I was like, ooh, I like him. Like, he's good. Yeah. So he didn't feel great. awkward or out of place at all, which I was kind of worried about. He was he was great. I agree. And I, I love, you know, I love old samurai movies. I love old westerns. And this was, uh, I think someone in our Discord said it, but I agree that this was the most western episode we've had so far of the Mandalorian just straight up western yeah Um, even down to the shots of the you know the duel about to happen Mm -hmm. and the holster that's freaking cool and the little baby Um, hiding in the spittoon yeah (laughs) 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 so good but I I, yeah I love that I love Timothy Oliphant I think he's a phenomenal actor and the fact that he got to play Cobb Vanth which was cool another you know EU character from the new EU coming on the screen really cool and i didn't know that i remember when i guess it was a few months ago people were kind of posting their fan theories about what they expected to happen in season two and i think somebody had mentioned that character before and i think maybe charlotte like kind of passed that info over to me and i was like huh okay but i forgot about it and i didn't remember the character's name so when he said his name i was like "Hmm, cool name i didn't know like (laughs) where he was from 
And then afterwards, sure. when I was reading on our Discord, people were talking about aftermath, and I was like, "Can yep. somebody please clue me in here?" And so Wendy like DM'd me all this info about his character, and I was like, "Okay, thank you." But yep. that's the nice thing about this show is like for me, I don't know a ton about the EU other than like mm-hmm. the Thrawn trilogy, you know. So sure. when things like that happen, there's a lot uh, for people to be clued in on who know mm-hmm. about the EU. But if you don't know about the EU, it doesn't affect the way you watch the show. Like it doesn't make it confusing or, I mean, I wasn't sitting there saying, who are you again? I was just like, sure. oh, nice name. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cobb. Nice. Ooh, nice. I like, like a that. Cobb salad. Yeah. Cobb Vanth. Ooh, Ooh Vanth. Vanth. I like. Savannah. And there's Tremors here. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cobb Vanth and Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> But I no, I loved it. I loved the uh, initial exchange between the two. Yeah. When Mando's straight up like, take it off. Oh, you're like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. I I love the little like Mandalorian lore that we get from this show. You know, like the mm-hmm. this is the way, the clans, how they work, the foundlings and all that stuff. And the fact that like if a Mandalorian sees Mandalorian armor, they claim it. They're like, this is mine. Thank mm-hmm. you. And, like, don't be caught wearing it, <laughs> you right. know? Well, and you know, like, as soon as he cool. takes the helmet off and sets it on the table, like, we see his helmet on the table before we see his face. And then just yep. from that alone, you know that he's not a Mandalorian because if he was, he wouldn't be removing his helmet. Exactly. So. Such a cool visual way to tell that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, these, these are geniuses making the show. Yeah. I I also have to say... Obviously, by the way, this is going to be a super spoilery show. I, I don't know why I keep forgetting to <laughs> Tell say them that. Now, I guess just that so people you know. assume. <laughs> like, I just assume people will know. From here on out, guys, we're going to talk spoilers from the episode. <laughs> It'll just be. Just so you know. I'll put spoiler in this, the description <laughs> of the show. But anyways, I, I did that last time, too. I, was like I know. Half hour into the show. I'm just so excited I'm just to glad you told it. them, you know? Uh, well, anyways, uh, I was listening to Charlotte and Caitlin's uh, discussion about this episode, the Sky Talkers episode. They posted it like immediately after the show was out. Uh, Caitlin said, as soon as, you know, we realized that this is not Boba Fett wearing Boba Fett's armor, she thought, ooh, that means Boba Fett's dead. And I totally <laughs> thought the same thing. <laughs> oh, bummer. This is Star Wars, ladies. I know, yeah. but we're also yeah. the ladies that don't want Boba Fett in this show. <laughs> That's so. true. That's true. I mean, uh, you got his helmet. Yeah. The second he laid it down, it's like, this is Boba Fett's helmet. Do you mm-hmm. see the dent? Mm-hmm. Just so you know, but this is not Boba Fett underneath. Mm-hmm. Cobb Vanth. He's a very tall, skinny man. Yeah, he is. Timothy Oliphant doing his Star Wars thing. Look, yeah. Look so cool. So he has a little bandana thing going on. He's got his... His martial draw. He's so cool. No offense, but he looked so goofy in that armor. Oh, yeah, especially with the helmet on. Because he he's, so, he's so thin and, like, kind of walking Bobble-heady. Cocked. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. He looked like Rango. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And then while they're uh, getting ready to face off, there's a disturbance outside. And I was immediately like, whoa whoa, what, what's going on here? Like, what is this? And then as soon as we realize it's a creature, I go, oh, it's got to be a crate dragon. And then Sean Ooh. says something like, I can't remember what he thought it was. Maybe like a worm or something. And I was like, 
in my head, I was like thinking, the Nightcrawler. And in my head, I was like, nah, it's definitely a great dragon. Like we're on Tatooine. <laughs> we're on Tatooine. We're um, Tatooine. Tatooine. So when they confirmed that, I was like, ooh, that's super cool. Yeah. I loved yeah, that. I was freaking out. I, I never thought out. a crate dragon would look like that, though. Yeah, me neither. It did not look like that in Kotor. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Wait, I'm gonna Google that real quick. Yeah, go for Kotor. it. Kotor. In Kotor, it had like an old English dragon kind of style to it, whereas like Whoa. you know, fat. If I type cho- in Kotor, the first thing that pops up is Kotor crate dragon. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. This is kind of what I would expect him to look like. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody, go Google. Kotor crate dragon if you don't know what yeah. this looks like. <laughs> crate is K R A Y T. It's pretty good. Cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like I like that. Uh, I-, I was excited about that. And then yeah, when it was going underneath the sand, I was like, what? I know. Because in Kotor it doesn't, you know, act like a graboid. Right. It acts like a dragon. It walks around and does stuff. Um I thought that was really cool. Basically yeah. turning sand into like using a dune sea as if it were A C. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I couldn't figure out at first if there was like a quicksand thing going on or if it was like a sand tsunami. I had no idea. And then I think you see like some of the spines in the sand. And I was like, ooh. Right. And I mean, my God, the visual effects in this episode. Whoa. I I still, so the whole time I was watching, I was like, okay, but how did they do this? Like I can't figure out, I can't figure out what was shot in the volume and if they shot stuff on location like do you think I th- the most pelgo set was like that okay so okay let me back up i yeah. think everything was in the volume yeah same because we didn't see any set leak pictures like ha- nope. that happened on season one on season one we saw the whole area yep. um because those photos were leaked and mm-hmm. when I was talking to my brother about this episode, he was like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what was location and what was not. And I was like, I'm pretty sure everything was in the volume. But then we were trying to yeah. figure out how big is the volume and how did they huge be- how did they build the um, most Pelgo? Like, was that all built in the volume? I bet it was. That's crazy. I, bet it was. I mean, the the cantina on uh, whatever planet Cara Dune was on mm-hmm. in the last season. That, oh, was that was volume. in the volume. Because I remember, like, I think Charmaine shared this article one time about how difficult it was to get the lighting right on the outside coming through the walls to light the scene. Oh. Yeah. That's this insane. This is like cutting edge future filmmaking know, stuff. Because I'm sure you've heard that uh, now they're filming the Batman movie in the volume. Yep. I would love to know how much it costs to do that. Right. <laughs> I I'm interested to see if... I mean, you know, now with Batman, right? So more movies are going to start being filmed in this volume, mm-hmm. which is, it's a genius thing to do because you're in control of everything. You have, you know, full 360 and ceiling that you can manipulate. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry and wait for golden hour. You don't have to worry about that. If you want a sunset that lasts four hours, you got a sunset that lasts four hours, mm-hmm. you know? And it's you're um, not compliant on weather conditions. Exactly. So I wonder if that's going to... With Batman now taking over, it's not just Star Wars. I wonder oh, if that's well, going to be the future of filmmaking. This is going to be everything. Yeah, I think this that's is going to be the future of everything. They're going to have these things all over the place. I think so. I think so. Like, no more. I mean, you know, London's hooking their thing up. That's where mm-hmm. That's where Batman's filming. Mm-hmm. And that's where Charmaine's at. Yeah. So I imagine, yeah, this Isn't is, that this so is the cool? future. It's really cool. Future I love of filmmaking it. is happening now. 
Yeah, and I don't so think awesome. it'll completely eliminate like location shooting because there are some places that you're only going to get that type of feeling and look if you're at an actual location. Like, for sure. Okay, Lord of the Rings, for example. I'm sorry, yeah. but you're not going to top New Zealand. <laughs> like some right. of that, I'm right. sure. I'm sure you can replicate some of that in the volume, but I think there is a lot of stuff that is only going to be as impactful in sure. person. But it definitely eliminates a lot of challenges. I mean, it presents new challenges, but it, it also solves so many problems. Sure. And it's also so new. You mm-hmm. know, that's the other thing. So, you got to have I'm, the I'm, money. I'm money. I wonder how much this episode costs to make. I'm going to Google tell that you. real quick, too. Oh, a you lot. Know? <laughs> but do you know, like, the exact answer? No. Hang on. Why would I know that? I don't know. I This stuff fascinates me. Episode one budget. Hang on. This is great. It just says a lot in big, big <laughs> letters. Mm. And then and then there's a hyphen and then Brian Balance. I mean, it, just on a quick Google search, I don't see anything. Yeah, that's because none Bar. of this information is public knowledge. I want to know. It's got to be I so much know. money, though. I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know how much this episode costs. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't going to sing along there. I'm not a good singer. I'm just going to let Me neither. Clearly. One on your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, that was the, the whole episode. There's so many moments where I'm like, this is awesome, but how did they do it? Yeah. I yeah. want to know. Can you show me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So we see the crate dragon. And yep. Cobb Vanth is like, yo, this crate dragon has been destroying our town. I can't take it on by myself. And the Mando's like, I'll help you if you give me the armor. And he's like, sweet deal. Let's do it. And Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth is telling you him he can't use his ship because the crate dragon will sense the vibration and not come out. So they have to do everything on the ground, real melee yep. style not melee style mm-hmm. but they got to do it on the front lines they can't do it from on the, air. the front lines yeah i thought this was very kind of mando because he could have just killed him and took the armor <laughs> oh true <laughs> when he's like i'll give you the armor if you help me with this the fact mm-hmm. that mando was like all right he didn't have to do that he didn't have to but it didn't surprise me i feel oh, like oh yeah no mando mando's not has, a monster he has a soft spot uh, obviously he does he's carrying He's this baby. baby around with him everywhere yep yep i agree i agree yeah but yeah it's just um when it when it happened i was like he just left a man for dead on a street lamp um <laughs> that's very kind that he let this guy his feet. especially like five seconds ago he was like i'm gonna take it off you if you don't give it to me right now yeah they went and from like uh, gonna kill each other to hey let's be buds in five seconds but i was okay yeah. with it i yeah. was like yeah i was okay with it buds. i was just I, I recognize the Mandalorian's kindness mm-hmm. <laughs> because he did not have to do that. Good guy. We love it. Yeah. Good guy, Mando. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, he goes to show him what's up, and then they run into some uh, uh, Tusken Raiders. Wait, back up. We got to talk about what Cobb Vanth is oh, driving. Oh, yeah. Yo, you're right. Pod racer engine speeder bike. Yeah. Whoa, 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 really whoa, 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 cool. What? And that's kind of what it sounds like, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cool. I loved it. Yeah, I thought was that it, was awesome. Was it Anakin's? I don't know. A lot of people are speculating that, but I don't know if, I don't know if there's really a way to 
to say. Right. You know? It doesn't have the exact coloring. Yeah, it doesn't have the exact paint marks. But that was a long time ago. Yeah. It's the same it's the same like design. It's got the long flaps in the front. It's got the turbine in the back. Mhm. It it looks like the like the same part but painted different, you know? Yeah. I'm not like married to that theory though. I'm just like Me whatever, neither. it's still a pod racer. That's so cool. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. It doesn't have to be. I yeah. just think it's cool. Yeah. I want to know if he if if Cobb Vanth put that together himself or if he just like bought it that way <laughs> yeah that's true that's true i need to I mean, know more about the speeder that's right tell me everything that was pretty cool I though but know. but yeah then when he goes to meet up with the tuscan raiders we get a uh good guy mando and good boy doggy situation yeah we do we get scratches scratches and some little butt wags yeah. that was i freaked out over that i know everybody freaks out over seeing the baby <laughs> but that was the moment that made me go ah, and like freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. So cute. Oh. Yeah. So it's cute. it's interesting how much Mando Tuscan stuff we've gotten in this series. I really like it. Have you though. noticed that? Yeah. So I, do I. I. It, though. I think it's really cool. I think you know learning more about Tuscan Raiders and their culture and the fact that they like speak sign language is cool. Mhm. You know, and Mando has, you know, a vocabulator mm-hmm. that's able to speak to them. I think it's really cool. And yeah, it's like, I don't know. Because, you know, with like, what was his name? Calicorin? Calicorin? Whatever the hell his name is. The Taro. Is his name Taro? That sounds dumb. Is it Taro? The I hope it isn't Taro. Because I just said it was guy? dumb. Yes. Yes. That's what we're going to call him. <laughs> oh, man. I think his name is Taro, and I just called it dumb. Anyway, beside that guy who's like, yeah, uh, the, the Tuscan Raiders, we're just going to get by him. And he's like, why don't you look behind you, dummy? And then he's like, ah! Yeah. So, you know, but now we got like the same sort of situation um, with them having no respect for the sand peeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're Mando just misunderstood. Does. They're misunderstood. Yeah. You know, and we got to we got to band together to mm-hmm. take on this dragon. Yeah, I, I respect Mando a lot more now that he has given the dogs some little chin <laughs> scratches. That's when you know that a guy is a took. really good guy. That's true. If he respects your pets. If he if he gives the scritches. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that dog clearly liked him, so. It did. It did. It's the start of a beautiful friendship. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what if Mando spent a lot of time with Tuscan Raiders in the past and we just, like, haven't heard the story yet? I can't wait to hear that story. You know? You yeah. Know? But while they're riding out there, Cobb Vanth is telling Mando kind of, like, the story of how he ended up there and... And what all happened. And I thought that was really cool. Is that yeah. storyline told in Aftermath? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I read Aftermath when it came out. I okay. do remember hearing stories about, you know, this marshal that has Mandalorian armor and it was pockmarked and all that stuff. Um, I don't think it was openly like, oh, here's everything. Mm. Um, I think we had like hints of things. Pieces. And then this, yeah. And then this straight up was like, Here's what happened. This is who Cobb is. Yeah. I like those kind of flashback moments, though, to fill in gaps of the timeline that we don't really know a whole lot about. I agree. That was cool. I love that. I love the, I mean, the fact that he's a survivor, mm-hmm. you know, and like shows him the, and also I thought it was really cool that he talked about after the second Death Star blew up, right away everything went south. Mm-hmm. So he just like grabbed a canister and ran away. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. Opportunists. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. And, uh. He ended up grabbing a bunch of, like, jewels. 
Yeah, the Camtoans are officially space safes. Like, yeah, that's what that they gotta is. be, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Which yeah. I think is cool. I agree. I agree. And he got the got the armor from uh, Jawas. Boba. Yeah, pretty Jawas cool. Jawas gave it to him. They traded. They, they made a nice deal for some beautiful purple crystals that I can't beautiful remember the name of. Beautiful purple crystals. Uh huh. Fantastic. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yep. he, so they they meet up with the Tuscan Raiders to be like, "Hey, bro, we need your help." And Tuscan Raiders like, "Cool, let's do it." Um, that's not really how it goes, but anyways, <laughs> that's exactly how <laughs> they're with it goes. the Tuscan Raiders for a good bit of time. And they, the Tuscan Raiders take them to the dragon's lair. We'll just, that's a fun word. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. The lair. And they, um, they do something that I'm not very fond of right here. They scream into the hole. They tie up a bantha. A precious, (laughs) little, innocent, tired bantha. That bantha carried everybody to... Across the Dune Sea to this lair. And they just tie him up and say, cool, bro. Enjoy being the dragon's snacky snack. And I'm just not What's the matter, kid? You never had bantha chops? I did not like that. But thankfully, the crate dragon came out and ate the Tusken Raider (laughs) instead. And I was like, that's what you get. That is what you get. I did not feel bad for the Tusken Raider. Well, (laughs) all right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i uh yeah yeah if i if i remember correctly in kotor you use the bantha as like bait but you have like they had multiple mines set up in the ground and you would have the crate dragon come out to get the bantha and it would step on all the mines and blow up well that's essentially what they try to do next yep yeah so they basically realize that they are way in over their heads. They need a better plan. They need more people. And they set up this adorable little scale model with little <laughs> tiny bones pebbles. and little tiny pebbles. That was probably my favorite part of the episode, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he's like, I don't think that's to scale. And the Mando's like talking to the Tuscan Raider and he goes, no, nah, it's to scale, <laughs> which I thought Mother was so great. Um, so they go back to Mas Pelgo and get all of the villagers on board with helping them take care of this situation and take out the crate dragon. Yep. And then they all go back and they dig some trenches to put in some explosives. And Sean was like, those trenches aren't deep enough. There's, those trenches just are not deep enough. And I'm like, okay, you're the only person that would know that. So <laughs> Not going to work. Takes me right out of it. Yeah. So that all happened and that doesn't work either because... The crate dragon. Because it's a crate dragon. He's ginormous. And also yep. he's like spewing vomit and acid all yeah. over people, which was gross. So cool. Um, so cool. I didn't know they could do that. I didn't I know like, they could. That was disgusting. Acid breath? I would prefer so to cool. not see that again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it more. No. Um, so and then they, God, again with these banthas just being disposable, they put explosives all over this bantha and Mando gets the crate dragon to eat the bantha and then he blows them up from the inside. Yep. Um, excuse me? Yep. Mando went in with him, didn't he? Rest in peace, little bantha. He went in, but then he came out. Yeah. He didn't die. No, but he went in with him. You know, he had a friend at the end. Ah, I I did love the the whole like 
Take care of the kid. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Wish me luck. Yeah. Exactly. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I also, I meant, I forgot to mention earlier too. I loved how they had Cobb Vanth use the rocket firing. Yeah. That was uh, cool. You know, jetpack feature. When that he was, was cool. Taking out the bad guys. That I, made me I loved, yeah, I loved that. I loved that he went back into town and just like shot down all the bandits. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, he took care of Biz. And he also helped his Weekway bartender friend. He should know that guy's name. I mean, come on. He saved his it's life. It's Weekway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Weekway the Weekway? <laughs> I need to go back Savannah. and watch it again and see if, if his name is called out at any point in time. It is. It's Weekway. No, it's not. <laughs> Anyways, He's... after the crate Dragon is exploded, yeah. uh, I really do like how we saw the Tuscan Raiders using the meat. Like they're saving all of the meat and Manda's got a big, mm-hmm. big chunk of steak on the back of his speeder and the baby's yep. like looking at it like, mm, yummy. Yep. <laughs> Love that. I, yeah, that was cute. I, I loved how Mando went in and he came out and it was like electricity all throughout. So he was like blasting him from the inside with his mm-hmm. rifle. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yeah, and we like, get a lot of jetpack action. Yeah, like, is there anything cool? Like, when you think Mando can't get cooler, and then he gets eaten by a crate dragon and comes out, I mean, what? You know what could be cooler? Um, nothing. <laughs> you know how Cad Bane has rocket boots? Oh, here we go. Yep. yep I yep, would yep. love some rocket boots. That would show. be awesome. Yeah, jetpacks are cool too, but some rocket boots, that's where it's at. Big fan of rocket boots? Mm-hmm. I understand. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket boots. Rocket boots. Anyways, yeah. So they That's fair. That's fair. they salvage the meat and use that from the crate dragon, which is a nice yep. touch. Yeah. Um they find a pearl. They find a pearl, which I didn't fully understand when I first watched it. I had to watch it again to understand kind of Yep. That's what the exactly like that the most was. valuable thing ever, a That's crate the dragon's treasure. pearl. Yeah. Yep. Which is cool. Mhm. Um, and then Mando gets his armor back. He gets the Boba Fett armor. He takes off. Him and Cobb Vanth have a very nice goodbye, very friendly terms, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, riding off into the twin sun sunset. And then we see a mysterious silhouetted figure overlooking the twin mm-hmm. sons and Mr. Mando on his speeder bike with his giant stake and his baby. Yep. And then he turns around. And then he turns around. And it's freaking Tamora Morrison. And it's Boba Fett. Uh, can I tell you the funniest thing that my mom texted me yesterday? You're going to love this. Yes. Are you ready? Mama Kiefer. So, Mama yes. Kiefer. God love her. I seriously do love her. Me she, too. Um, by the way, my parents have like the worst internet in this country. <laughs> so for her to watch anything on Disney Plus is just a feat. So it took her a long time to watch the full episode because it only plays like 30 seconds at a time. So Mm -hmm. I was like waiting all day for her to watch this stinking episode. And then as she got to the end, she texted me and she's like, oh, I finally finished it. And I was like, cool. What do you think of the guy at the end? Do you know who that is? And she's like, Tamora. And I was like, yes, you know his name. It is Tamora Morrison. (laughs) And I said, and I said, who do you think that is? And she goes, oh, well, it's got to be Django or a clone. And I said, <laughs> oh, well, Django got his head sliced off. And yeah, she goes, yeah. Takes him out oh, of the running. Yeah. 
well, I guess it's a clone. I don't know who else he would be. And I said, is this a joke? Because we were texting. And I said, is this a joke? And she goes, no, who else would it be? And I was like, Boba Fett. Like, hello. (laughs) And she goes, oh, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) And then she goes on this rant about how, then she goes on this rant about how so many people in Star Wars have been killed and sliced in half and they come back and she's like Django could come back and I'm like mom he's not he's not coming he, back it's how not can Django. you be nearly headless yeah <laughs> so funny um that's hilarious it was a good reveal <laughs> I'm still a little like mm, how are they gonna do this yeah how is it all gonna work I'm not as skeptical as I was before I'm glad that Boba Fett didn't show up like in his own armor, just like the same way we've seen him before. I'm glad there's like a new take on this. Um, But I just love Tamora Morrison. So I'm, I'm happy that he's back. Agreed. Agreed. Now question. Mm -hmm. What planet did the Duke who's lost treasure take place on? Um, I, Oh, let me Google. I, I, thought it was Sereno, but I could be totally confused. Let me see. What was that story called? The Crimson Corsair, something like that? Yes. Let's see. Yeah, because what I'm about to say is predicated on what planet that takes place on. I'm fairly certain it's either Jakku or Tatooine. Let me see. And if anyone has read those stories, you probably know what I'm about to get at. Sorry. Now I don't know I have, if I'll find I wanna, this very quickly. Just I go have, ahead and I tell I want to know theory. stuck in my head. What? So the wait the I waiting music know. in my head is Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there. Um Well I don't want to say it because I'm gonna be an idiot if it isn't on one of those planets. Just say it, uh, it's okay. What if it's Nyx? What? Nyx. Nyx is still alive. Think about it. Nyx The clone. No, Kix. Kix, yeah, that's Kix. what I, that's what I, I know. was like. Nix is not Nix. No, Nix is a person I know. That's why my brain just crossed wires. Kix, yeah. What if it's mm. Kix? I don't. know. That's why I need to know what planet it was taken on. Because if it was, if it took place on Tatooine, this theory holds weight. But if it isn't, then it doesn't. It says it takes place on uh, an outer rim desert planet, Ponemak. Terminal. Oh, okay. Never mind. Take it back. It's Boba. <laughs> Boba. I mean, that would be cool, though. I forgot about that story. Right? Everyone does. No one talks about it. That thing, that book happened in like 2015. I know. And then the biggest bomb ever. Oh, hey, a clone's still alive after the original trilogy. Never addressed again. I don't know <sighs> if Sean has read that book. I probably need to. I think he knows about it, but I probably need to tell him about that. My God. Sean, if you're listening, I'm sorry for spoiling it, but wow. No, I don't think it's a spoiler. Okay. Yeah, it's been five him. years. Anyway, yeah. I'm still trying to find I mean, out if that, if that is the right planet. There's a lot of information on this Wikipedia page. There's a lot of Wikipedia information. Wikipedia page. Excuse me. Wiki- which, which page are you on? Um, the, the page for that specific story. Go to the very end because that's kind of the reveal. Well, or just I've, go to Kit. Go to Kicks. No, I've already re- I've already read the reveal. I'm just still just trying to find the planet. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, now I I've lost all confidence in it. It's not it's not him anymore. It's Boba. It's got to be Boba. 
But what if it's not? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just don't want it to be. I think it will be Boba just for the f- sake of having something big like that to pull in Star Wars fans that aren't all into the nitty gritty. You know, they they still need yeah. to cast a wide net over the casual Star Wars fans that know who Boba Fett is. That's true. And want to see more of him. This is just from the business standpoint. Sure. I would love if it was kicks, but I don't know if they'll go down that route. Here's what we were trying to figure out. Um so Boba is an unaltered clone and he does not right. have rapid aging. Yep. Uh any other clone would, but mm-hmm. he looks pretty old in that quick turnaround that we saw of him at the end of the episode. Sure. But how old would Boba be in this time period? We estimated around 40, but I don't know if that's correct. 40. Oh, well, that I, you that know timelines out. way better than I do. Is eh, that correct? Well, let's see. There's 19 between 3 and 4. There's mm-hmm. 3 between 4 and 5. There's 1 between 5 and 6. So 19, 3, 20, 21, 22, and then 23. And then this is what, 5 years after 6? Mm-hmm. So 28 mm-hmm. from 3 to where we are now. And, then and we're assuming in the Clone Wars, you know, he was... Right. What? So so from 13, two fourteen maybe? From two to three is three. So we're at thirty one from two to where we are. And then how old was he in episode two? Mm. It it was ten years when the clone army was created. So we're at forty two. Right? Forty three? What did I just say? We're in the forties. Okay. Well that's about what yeah. we estimated too. We weren't dead on, but Yeah. I didn't write any of this down, I just did it in my head. So if I'm wrong don't correct me. <laughs> he was... T- um, well, oh, whoa. Okay, I just Googled Boba Fett age, Attack of the Clones, and somebody already broke down Boba Fett's age for Mandalorian Season 2. He's 41. <laughs> oh, look at that. You were really I was close. right there. I was right there without writing any of it down. <laughs> math. <laughs> Take that, Miss Rodriguez. <laughs> I can, I can math. Uh, 41, but he looks a lot older in that. Hey, those Tatooine sons. They well, don't that's do what I'm thinking too. And he was in the belly of the Sarlacc. So I'm hoping that's that true. kind of explains the uh, aging he has. But yep. if he were, if he were not Boba, if he were, I don't know, kicks, he would look a lot older because of that rapid aging. He would look like an old, old man. Yeah, that's true. So... Because look at the clones in Rebels. Yeah, that's they true. They don't look old, old, but they, I mean, they have white hair and, and I mean, they, they've aged. Let's be real. Sure. They've aged. So I, that's why I, that's another thing why I think it's Boba and not Kix. Yeah, it's definitely If Boba. it was Kix, he would be like extra old. Well, he was frozen, you know, so if we're going by the Captain oh, America. Whoa, whoa, I didn't think about that. Okay. You know, I don't know. I ice. think your theory could stand. I disagree. Still. it's my theory i'm gonna kill it right now nope definitely not cakes but what if you end up being right don't you want to be like haha i told all of you nope (laughs) (laughs) oh man anyways it was a good 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 reveal good surprise i loved it you know what would be even better just say it if this had not been leaked by turds on the internet (laughs) 
I agree. I'm I at agree. the point where I just want to start calling people out by name, but I think I'm going to wait. Should. I'll do that in the next episode. <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. I get, you know, when episode nine was ruined for you. I'm, I was I'm s- done. That's why I, I don't get excited about Star Wars stuff right now, because honestly, that was the last thing that happened, and it just ticked me off so much. I can't sure. even talk about it. I'll just start screaming. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty anti-spoiler and leak. And by pretty, I mean I am very anti Spoiler and He leaks. will literally unfriend you for life if you spoil stuff for him. Yeah, 100%. And he has, yeah. I have, yep, 100%. But just imagine, like, when the Kenobi show starts filming and things start actually happening, if stuff from that show gets leaked, that's going to really suck. Like, what yeah. if they oh, yeah. leak that Qui-Gon's in it? Aren't you going to be ticked off? I will say this on the record. If anyone spoils anything about Kenobi for me, you cease to exist to me. I will hunt you down. I will be the Mando himself, and I will tie yeah. you up to a light pole and leave I'm, you there for my dog to eat you. And he would yeah. actually do that. He will. So I've seen it. I've seen you it. have been warned. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to be so aggressive, guys, but this means everything to me. And uh, Serious biz. I told here. you ahead of time. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's not It's not personal. It's, uh, yeah. you know, this is, this is public. We're not editing this out. Mm-mm. If any any leaks or anything spoily, I'll just comes cut this out Kenobi. and put it in the beginning of the show and give yeah, people the real <laughs> just reality so you know. check. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Like I, there were people that are really into leaks and spoilers, which you know, more power to you if that's your thing. Right. Uh, but there were but, people but that leading. Just keep it to yourself. Like, yes, do that on exactly. some private space on the internet where if you if you do exactly. want to talk about that stuff, whatever, that's your own business. But just don't put it on like the public. Agreed. area of twitter where it just, everything just gets spread like wildfire do that in some secret spoilery forum where only people go in there to talk about spoilers don't do that on a public social media platform where a lot of people are avoiding spoilers and leaks just don't do it also you're ruining Agreed. the work of everybody that has worked on this show i had like a Agreed. little mini rant on twitter this week because i was like think about the people right now let's just let's just do this i'm going in let's do it Big here we go time. Let's dance. Think about the people who not only spent months of preparation to begin filming this show, the people who wrote the story, developed the concepts, came up with the physical costumes and props that you see, all of the people that were on the show on set every day working 12 to 16 hour days, shooting for hours and hours and hours and hours at length, mm-hmm. problem solving, overcoming challenges. The pandemic hits, and now these people have to learn how to do everything from home as far as post-production goes. They seamlessly do that, overcome every obstacle that comes their way, manage to get this season out on time. The season was not late. It was still scheduled to come out at this time, came out Mm -hmm. on time. And as you're working on all of these things in the midst of a pandemic, working your actual butt off, some little twerp online finds out about something and spoils it these people who leak stuff and think that they're hot stuff are the scum of the earth like i have if to agree you, with you if you want to be involved in these projects then go do it don't sit yeah. on your phone getting information from people that you know might have a 10th degree separation from the production of this show and might have an nth of information to give you and they do that and compromise the trust of all of their coworkers, and then you decide to post it online and ruin the work and joy that all these people are working on i mean think about 
Hal Hickle. Hal Hickle knows everything going on with the Mandalorian. This man dude. is working his butt off. And think yep. about how excited he must be to think, oh, I'm so excited to go online and watch everybody's reactions after they see the Mandalorian premiere where Boba Fett's going to be revealed. Like, oh, man, this is going to be so great. This is going to make all of my work so worth it and all these long days so worth it and all the time I've spent away from my family so worth it. Can't wait. And then one day he wakes up and sees that this major plot line has already been spoiled and all of that is for nothing. Just think about how crappy that must feel. Sucks. How do people do that and feel okay with their lives? It's... I don't get I, it. I think it's a societal problem. I think it's a... Uh, it's like it's people who want to give... It's a popularity contest. They want yeah, their five it, extra exactly followers it. on Twitter to inflate their ego yep. even more so they can 100%. continue to live their gross little lives and not have a real job. <laughs> I mean, you're not No wrong. filter here. Like, hashtag no, no filter. <laughs> Man, guys, I apologize. I got her going. Yeah, it but no, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm I'm you know, so much work goes into this and like just be patient, you know? And be but respectful. Be a, I agree. I agree. And on and on that, if anyone spoils anything for Kenobi, we're gonna have some real problems, guys. I I'm sorry. It's just that's mess that's you my up. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, one day you're gonna be like, Hey, I wanna tweet at Brian and then oh I don't have that option. What happened? Well, th- this is what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hold it against you, but just know I'm going to be like Homer Simpson going into the hedges. See you later. Yep. This is important. So, yeah, I don't know how to end that segment, but be It nice. just sucks. <laughs> like, just, and, and my thing is, I feel like pretty much everybody that listens to our show, the people that we interact with who listen to our show through Discord and stuff, everybody mm-hmm. is super respectful of spoilers oh, and yeah. leaks. And we, we do have, have a spot on our Discord if you people. do want to talk about that stuff. Yep. You can talk about it in this specific channel that Brian and I don't have to read. I yep, I do not. I think read it. I checked it Ever. a little bit, but it was after stuff was already spoiled and I already knew about it. I'm not going in there to seek stuff out. Sure. Um, I know that you won't be reading that, especially nope. anytime before Kenobi. Nope. But there are places to have those conversations and people you can have those conversations with. But like, it is so uncool to just be sharing this stuff publicly. And I agree. It's just ridiculous to me that these, I'm just going to call them twerps because that's what they are. (laughs) These twerps think that they are so cool with the special knowledge and that they're just better than everybody because they know things about the show before everybody else. Um, Let me tell you what, people that work not only on the show, but people that work in Disney licensing, people that are developing products for this show, they know about this stuff way before you ever did. And they're Mm -hmm. also being respectful and keeping these secrets, not only because they're under a contract and legally bound to an NDA, but these people have respect for what the creators are doing and they don't want to spoil this for everybody else. And they take that very seriously. So, you know, not that I don't, I I don't think these these people are listening to our show but if they are <laughs> um if this audio passes through your ears just know that you're not cool and you just look really pathetic in front of everybody so oh boy. that's my rant <laughs> that's your rant ah, it just irritates me so much <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's just like okay cool we've seen boba fett now that one's off the table but now we've got i'm not gonna name them in case you have somehow avoided spoilers but there are maybe two to three maybe even four other characters that we have heard could show up and it's like all right now i'm just going to be sitting here waiting for those things to appear 
great. Yeah. You know? Well. I'm still excited for the show. I'm very excited for it. I just feel bad same. for the people who are working on it. And if I if that was me, if I was working on the show and I was really excited for a big character reveal like that, I would be severely disappointed and upset that it didn't get to be the surprise it was meant to be. Sure. All right, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that uh, this, well, no, Boba Fett was spoiled, wasn't it? That's Mm -hmm. where Morrison came back. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that uh, there's a possibility for more big surprises. Um, The fact that the Yoda baby wasn't spoiled is, uh, is never going to not blow my mind living in our spoiler culture, the fact that that didn't leak. Um, mm-hmm. But because that didn't leak, that means there's other things that don't have to leak. So let's band together mm-hmm. and have an experience where everyone is surprised at the same time. Yeah. Because that's the cool thing, you know? Like, it's so much better to experience something with everybody else than to be like, oh, so the people that knew Boba Fett, right? When mm-hmm. he turns around, what experience do you think is better? Turning around and be like, oh, snap, this Boba Fett, or... Yeah, look, it's Boba Fett. I knew yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why Why would you change one for the other? Right. It's not fun. Mm. Just be respectful of other people's experience with the show. If you know a leak, cool. Good for you. Wait for it to happen on screen so you can say, nice. Yeah, but don't, especially don't... in this year when we're scraping for any ounce of joy we can get. Like, why take that away from people? I agree. I agree. Mm. Anyways, I do have to say, I the day before the episode came out, I was going through my muted words and hashtags on Twitter, and I muted, like, hashtag the Mandalorian, I muted the words the Mandalorian, I even hashtagged, or muted the hashtags for misspellings, because some people spell <laughs> the Mandalorian incorrectly, so I, I like, Smart. muted all that stuff. I muted hashtag spoiler, leak, like, all those things, and sure. I watched the episode in the morning, and then throughout the day i forgot to turn off those muted words and i thought man nobody's talking about this episode did people like it (laughs) (laughs) and it really worked it it the thankfully the filters on twitter kept all of the spoilery content out of my feed and i know that i know that's not the case for everyone i curate my feed very well and i only follow a very small group of people but i was like oh sweet hopefully like Hopefully all the major spoilers and stuff were tagged by people because I appreciate that when the episode comes out because, you know, depending on your time zone, some people are watching it before you. And thankfully all of my Twitter muted things worked this time because they don't always work. So thank you, Twitter. Yeah, thanks, Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but yeah, everybody was like digging it and i loved the hype afterwards that's like the best part is watching it and then getting to talk about it with everybody else i love our little discord family agreed agreed so i love it i love it and this was a solid first episode oh my gosh really excited for this season me too see what happens me too i'm a a lot more excited now than i was like before i just i don't know i just i didn't know if the overall tone would change or right you know, if it would be any different from season one, but I loved this episode. Same. And I'm, Same. Uh, I, I thinking think about ca- all the things that could happen now. I think calling it chapter nine is a good idea because it's a continuation of the story as opposed to like, oh, well, the next season be different. It's like, well, no, it's still the same season. It just right. came out later. You know right. what I mean? I like it. I like it a lot. 
It was great. Kudos to everybody that worked on it too. Like, yes, it, congrats. It was just so fantastic and i'm so good just so impressed with everybody especially the people that had to do their jobs from home obviously everybody that worked on set they were able to do it on set but a lot of uh, the post-production people had to do everything from home and like you guys killed it so yeah you did you should be excited to see don't let the twerps get you down don't let the twerps (laughs) get you down that's our new shirt guys yeah It was really great. I'm excited for the next one, and I, I hope the next episode has, like, a little more baby stuff. Like, I'm ready for more Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? That's the best yeah. thing about Mandalorian. Who knows what's next? Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. I'm pumped. It was great. Me too. I also too. just have to say, um, I'm not going to say where he is right now, but my brother's deployed <laughs> overseas, yes. and I didn't think he was going to get to watch the show. And I talked to him the other day and he, he got a VPN so he can watch the show. Smart. And it was just like so cool being able to talk about that with him. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I hadn't go. talked to him in two weeks. And the first thing we talked about was new Star Wars. And I was like, this is really cool. I love it. Hell yeah. Yeah. It like right kind of brings on. everybody together right now. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I love that Good stuff. Um, we've mentioned our Discord group like at least 10 times now. <laughs> but if you don't know about it and if you haven't joined, you should. It's Free. it's fun it's free and it's it fun free. And, it's free and it's fun we have a we created the discord a year ago exactly and we yeah. created it to have a space online where all of our listeners and friends can talk about the mandalorian we can talk about all the spoilers and not worry about um you know intruding people's social media feeds with spoilers before they're able to watch so we have a separate channel within the discord group that is just for the mandalorian and you don't have to look at it or click on it or read through it until you have watched the episode and once you have watched it there's most likely a party already happening in that channel because everybody's like (laughs) talking about it which is super fun um so if you would like to be added to that just reach out to either of us on social media and we'll send you the link to join we would love it's it's awesome it's like and there's channels for like everything yeah, we just started another channel, too, that was suggested by our friend Wayne, and he asked if we could make a channel for other stuff that we're watching right now, which is great because I'm always looking for new things to watch, and a lot of us in there have different... We're very similar in the fact that we like Star Wars, but the rest of us, like we also have our own interests, so it's cool to see what people are watching and enjoying, and there's mm-hmm. some great recommendations in there, so I'm excited to watch some other things that people have been sharing, too. Yep, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's a good time. You should also go listen to the interesting podcast. Hey, yeah, you should. Yeah, that's a that's the thing that happens. I was just right before you said that. I was like, I did not put the newest episode in the Discord. Well, now you will. (laughs) Now I might, if I remember. Yeah, you should. It's who was your most recent guest? Uh, Jason Marston was the most recent. Who was AKA um, AKA Haku from Spirited Away. Max Goof from Goofy Movie. My man. Um, Thackeray Binks from Hocus Pocus. Uh, Kovu from Lion King 2. He was all those things. Aw. Yeah. He was cool. He was, he, was good to, he was cool to hang out with. And then before him was Chris Brynowski, who uh, is the CEO and president of Titmouse Animation, mm-hmm. which was awesome. That was really fun. Before him was Shannon Tindall, who created Kubo and the Two Strings. Go listen to that episode. To it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Shannon, and that episode is a, a great conversation with an even greater dude. I 
loved that one. Yeah, yeah he so was fantastic. That, if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. The Interesting, interesting podcast. podcast. You can find it at brianbalance.com. That's Brian Balance with two L's. Hey, somebody actually listens to the end bumps. You can also <laughs> find it on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. I don't know if it's on all those platforms. All, but it is. It's oh, on great. all of them. All yeah. of those. And if yeah. you enjoy it, you should subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends about the show. Yeah. And follow pod of interest on twitter <laughs> yeah right? you can do all those things yeah that's all that's all wow you know if you keep that up i might think you actually listen to the show so Whoa. well done <laughs> i'm so impressed with myself i'm in, i'm very impressed with you yeah it's so yeah guys interesting do podcast. it Check yeah it out. i'm excited to listen to those two most recent episodes the last one i listened to was the one with shannon and i thoroughly enjoyed it it was really great he made me cry so that was I new know. he just has a really great story he i'm not gonna like spoil the show for you but <laughs> he has a really great story of working very hard to be where he is now and um he definitely deserves everything that he has right now and yeah i just think that's great i couldn't agree more he worked his butt off he Go did. Shannon. and he's just a he's just a good <laughs> dude too it's good it's in, it's inspiring to hear stories of good people and like achieving their dreams and shannon is an example of that it was just it was just great one day when you're in star wars i'm gonna host the interesting podcast and we're gonna talk about how you did it there you go it'll be much happier than the last one we did (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah Uh, i still want to do episodes on this podcast where we interview each other but we need to gather more questions from people so if you're listening i can't remember if i mentioned this on the last episode if you're listening brian and i are trying to gather questions from you guys that we can ask each other for either maybe one big episode or two separate episodes where we interview each other the questions can be about star wars stuff or anything uh, some people send in questions that were not Star Wars related. And honestly, those were like really exciting Sweet. for me to think about. So yeah. we just need some more to like record those. So if you have anything you want to ask us, send it our way. Um, yeah, we yeah, could do we could do that. We could do like a do like a big episode. Yeah, with, I think that might like be a, better. Like a batch of questions. And then we mm-hmm. both answer them. Maybe. Mm, I think I think some of the questions we've already gotten are more specific to each of us. Oh, okay. We could cool. do like you know the first half I could interview you, and the second half you could interview me. Sweet. Or something like that. Whatever it is, I'm down. Anyways, yeah, we'll so do that. Send in um, send in AMA questions. Ask us whatever you want. I guess. So yeah. is that what this is? Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Good job. Sweet. I <laughs> I'm only a few chapters in because with the time change, I've been so tired at night. I haven't been reading, but mm-hmm. I started Bloodline. So oh, sweet. Eventually, it's going to be a busy month for me, but eventually I'll finish that book and we'll talk about it on the podcast as well. But I'm Hell only yeah. a few chapters in. It's not... It, I, it's I a haven't slow burn. Like, I just haven't gotten into it yet. So sure. It's a slow burn. Yeah. It's very but. political and that's not really my jam. Oh boy. Here in for a rough ride then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost I that know. whole book is politics. Yeah, that's what I the good thing is I knew that going into it, so it wasn't a surprise. But I sure. do think it's gonna be a slower read for me because it's not as like captivating for me to read. But sure. that's fine. I'll get to it. Anyways, yeah. I just wanted to tell you that I am reading it. Little update, you're still reading? Look at me. Look at me. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um you can find is me that, online that at the Dorky Diva. My blog is thedorkydiva.com. And if you listen to this episode and you enjoyed it, 
you should leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because yeah. we are desperate for some good reviews, guys. Let me tell you. <laughs> are we? Some little, some little turds out there left us some one-star reviews and oh, it made no. me very sad. So if you're listening and you like us, leave us a five-star review. I would love you forever. And I mean, she I would. already love you, but I would love you forever and ever. That's right. Um, there was a time limit before. Now there's not. Mm-hmm. It's like That's eternity. That That's a really yeah. long time. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like I said, if you want to join our Discord group, you are more than welcome. Just reach out to us online and we'll add you to the group. We want to say a humongous thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Those people are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, other Brian. Hello, Brian. Chaney, Christy, Chris, Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Gregor, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Josh, Justin, Katie, Samir, Cherie, Sherry, Stacy, Tamor, and Tom. Thank you all so much. You guys Thank are you. the bomb. Um, we might have an exclusive, not an exclusive, an early release oh. trailer coming soon for our patrons oh. for a certain audio drama oh Mm. so if you want to listen to that first you should go to patreon.com slash the dorky diva and become a patron and you'll get some special stuff from us for the adventures of the zolan dart my god can you believe that's a real thing do it oh my gosh i cannot believe it let's not talk about it anymore (laughs) (laughs) anyways that's coming soon and the project is moving along beautifully so we will Probably be announcing maybe a release date within the next several weeks. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Maybe. A little tease. Maybe. You'll get a lot more updates about it in the future. That's for sure. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's a... There might be a little something in the works. Uh, Just, you know, keep an eye on the space over the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I said it. It's a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, maybe There's other things too that we're working on. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Who we knows? got maybe got a bunch of bunch of irons in the fire. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Me too. You guys are gonna freak out. Anyways, yeah, you are. this was fantastic. Thanks for hanging out with me, Brian. Yeah, legally obligated, but I still mm-hmm. had a good time. I enjoyed I'm just this. Glad that you fulfill your contract. I mean, always, a lot of people always. would just give it up by now. They'd say, "Whatever, sue me." Yeah, exactly. Where <laughs> I don't have anything left, so it's like you know, <laughs> yeah, you can't. Um, <laughs> You know, but you try to look on the bright side of things. You know, and with that, <laughs> <laughs> until we did next it. time, may the Until next be time. with you. And Godspeed, Rebels. <laughs>